Welcome to Pink Kink, where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. Whether you are a new kinkster or have years of experience, Pink Kink will help you level up your kink knowledge. Join us on this journey as we talk about our personal experiences and use the knowledge we've gained over 28 years of being involved in both private and professional aspects of this lifestyle to help you explore every facet of kink. Get set for an adventure. Not only will you learn and grow, but we promise loads of laughter, turning each episode into a fun party. So fasten your seatbelt and let's get this show started. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. Patrons also get discounts at our Etsy shop, Pink Kink Boutique, and our online classes at Pink Kink Institute. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers, both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying Pink Kinksters. Thank you, Jay, Witcherman, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Lady Blooding, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Northern Sir, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Christopher, Kilted Sir, Brian, May Cry Devil, Ruby Riot, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, The Wombat, Impact Hazard, Twitch, Lioness X, The Midnight Girl, Sinful, J21, Daisy If You Do, Harley Chick, Violet Rain, Serenity, Belle, Puppy Mike, Eric, Cat Daddy, Sweetie Todd, Lady Affliction, Dr. Dave, Pumpkin Pie, Ms. Tourmaline, S'more, Hacksaw, Kinky Katie, Wee Mad Beastie, To Be Better For Me, Forest, BP Bryn, Crash Override, Little Bean, Kinky Bear, I'm a Baby Bitches, Barbie, Navigator Bard, Frost, Sinful and Naughty, Coffee and Chaos, Noir, Mr. Pillsbury, Abby, Peaches, Brandon, Mighty Owl. Are you looking for a dating app for kink and fetish alternative lifestyles? Well, check out our sponsor, Kink D. K-I-N-K-D. Kink D is one of the most famous kink BDSM and fetish dating apps. They've been featured on HuffPost, Yahoo, Cosmopolitan, and more. Kink D allows you to find and meet local kinksters to fulfill your sexual fantasies. Go to kinkdapp.com to get your free membership. You can also find the app in the Apple App Store or on Google Play. Again, that's kinkdapp.com. Join now and get access to the free bondage, BDSM, kink, and fetish dating community for singles, couples, and swingers. That's kinkdapp.com, K-I-N-K-D-app.com. I I don't think I have any cutesy beginning to this. Oh, I do. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I did my episode already. Now it's time for rah-rah so that I can just chill because I am starting to get really tired. (laughs) It's hard work, right? Yeah, all that talking is just too much. It's so, oh, so Don't tiring. I have like six pages of notes for this one. I'm gonna, here's my phone. Why don't you just text me when you're done? <laughs> I'm gonna be over here. Was that cute enough of a beginning for you? It works for me. All right. I, with six pages of notes, I feel like I should just get started on this. Hey, Rara, is my attitude a little bit toxic right now? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm in trouble no matter how I answer that question. 
I was trying to give you I, a thing. I understand, but but I, you, no, there's just no right or wrong way. There's no right way to answer this. That's true. Yes, <laughs> they're I'm all wrong either way. Well, and not in the good sense. I was gonna say, dang it, you took it from me. All right. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Start. You got right. so many to do. You can talk now. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> That'll work about as well as me shutting up. Exactly. <laughs> Which doesn't. Exactly. But I am gonna put in the effort. Okay. And I and I appreciate that because it's the thought that counts, right? Yeah. So I've thought about shutting up. Does that count? Uh, sure. <laughs> we'll we'll take the the minuscule effort. I've thought about it, and I thought about how I can't do it. <laughs> Not even when you had your tonsils so that, out. So does that count? I, I, I've i been able to do it. And then you yell at me for doing it because then you're like, do you have anything to contribute to this? I am talking this whole time. I need you to add something. I'm like, I can't win. I had a fan run in last night. Oh, you did? I did. Did they fan? I had somebody come up and go, are, 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 are you Rara? Actually, mm-hmm. two fan run-ins, but the first one, first one was cute. Second one was a little creepy. Um, oh my God, what? First one was like, are, are, are you Rara? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And so she was like, I was hoping to meet you at Naughty Noel. But but I didn't. She was just so super sweet. And I'm like, and that's Dara over there. She goes, no, I saw that. She goes, and I saw her name on that. And then I saw you standing there. And I thought, I wonder, is this, is it? So, yeah, it was very sweet. Well, they didn't come and say hi. You, oh, it's because I was busy the whole night. You never stopped having. I didn't, did And I? this particular person sort of understood the whole rules. Oh, good. Unlike the second person. Oh, the creeper? That was who you were talking about? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I wanted to kick him. Like, I almost reported him. Yeah, this is, um, this is like the ultimate cishet white older dude vibe. Yes. Like entitled as shit. Right. And I felt so bad for my bottom because he actually, while I was zapping her, leaned over into her space and said, does that tickle? Because she was giggling and moving around a lot. And when I talked to her afterwards, I was like, did you know that guy? And she's like, no. And I was like, what the fuck was he doing? And she goes, yeah, he actually took me out of my headspace for a second there. And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, he's he's brand new. To the lifestyle, which might excuse some stuff. Not really, because if you listened to what the people at the door were saying. Right, he should have, because they do tell you that. Yeah, because clearly he didn't listen. But it's, yeah. Anyway, so this particular episode was inspired by a lot of the messages that I get or I belong to several Facebook groups that some are purely kink. Some are smut romance that people use to kind of get their kink life started. And this comes up a lot, which is the toxic relationships. Now, this particular episode, I'm going to kind of gear it more toward the toxic dominant. Mm hmm. But it could go either way. It, and it's not the toxic submissives don't exist. Oh, they do. Because they sure as fucking hell do. No, we've we've had plenty of discussions on that. Right? They sure as hell do. But this one, I wanted to gear more toward the toxic dominant because the people who I see posting a lot are talking about, I had this relationship. Um, look, we had it in uh, our episode a couple weeks ago with the Reddit one with the poor woman who's Dom withheld her asthma inhaler. 
And that one apparently set off a lot of people, like that oh. particular piece, because people have not stopped talking about it in the server. No, that, that definitely people came to our view of like, oh, my God, we have opinions. So I want not to, hard to have an opinion on that right? one. So we did do an episode a long time ago about DS breakups. Mm-hmm. But in that episode, we, di- we didn't really we focused on how to with not withdraw, but how to transition from being in a DS relationship to not being in a DS relationship. This one is more about the healing process and the forgiveness process for yourself and recognizing that you were in a toxic dynamic versus just how to give, how to recover from the stuff. Okay. Sounds good. So, um, you know, the healing process is, can be very challenging. There's a lot of guilt involved. There's a lot of, you know, victim blaming yourself that you allowed yourself to get into this relationship. How did you not know? How did you not see this stuff? How were you? And I've done it because I went through this with with Voldemort. Like, how could I have been so stupid as to not recognize this? Which is all very common. So the first step that you want to do is you want to recognize the signs of what is and isn't toxic so that you don't make the same mistakes. You want to understand the impact of all of this on you. And and implement some self-care strategies so that you can heal and move on from it. Right? That's kind of the general process through all this. So let's first talk about identifying what is and isn't toxic, right? And acknowledging that what happened to you, the things you went through, the things that were done to you, that those were toxic, is the first step in the whole process of healing. And say and, and not trying to excuse what they did, not trying to say, Oh, well, it was just because I was new and I didn't understand. But actually label the shit that happened to you as toxic is the first step. Well, I mean, they always say, like, you know, admitting there is a problem is the first step, right? This is kind of along the same lines. Yeah. So some of the different things that I would personally put down as being toxic is things like manipulation. When they're using deceit or you know, gaslighting you to control the narrative. That one pisses me off more than anything in the entire world. That happened to me a lot with Voldemort, where it was like, if I expressed to him that there was an incident that happened, and this happened mostly with the the polyamory more than the kink itself. Right. But I would express a, a discomfort or an issue that I had in regard to a polyamory issue. And I would be gaslit into going, well, that's just because you're new at this. You don't understand. Right. Which is bullshit. Yeah, I understand crap communication and lying. Yeah. (laughs) He Uh, didn't. No. There's, you know, there's also the guilt trips shit that happens too as part of the gaslighting. Yeah, I went through that with an ex too. It was, um, no. Uh, There's also situations where the imbalance of power is used negatively, right? And again, that's I ran into the same situation where because he was the dominant and had the authority that I had given to him, I was now told that when I wanted to express a concern, 
I was to write it down and send it to him. You and had he, to submit requests in writing? And he may or may not respond to it. Based upon oh. whether or not he felt it was just based upon me being new or it was a legitimate concern or whatever. Okay, listen, no. <laughs> no, really motherfucker. Feel? Because, okay, if, if, um, if the request is, if the rule is I have to submit a concern or a request in writing, let's just say that's a thing. Okay, fine. That's your dynamic. You negotiate that. You're part of it. Cool. You better fucking respond to every goddamn res- thing that I submit in writing. Yeah. I mean, looking back now, yes. Even, okay, it doesn't even have to be in writing. You just still need to respond to every goddamn thing. If it's, if it's a request to sneeze, you need to respond. Bless you. Thank you. I'm just saying, it's like, it, that's so disrespectful. Of course, you've got emotional abuse that falls under toxic. Um, which is verbal aggression or demeaning behavior. I remember getting into an argument with him and he raised his voice. And it wasn't just like I'm raising my voice because I'm just so emotional and it's coming out in a louder voice. It was a very angry voice. It was that, well, I'm going to step back for a minute because I don't know what the next step in your anger process is going to be. Mm. Voice. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Um, you've got recognize the impact of constant criticism or belittlement on your self-esteem. Mom? <laughs> right? Yeah. That's mom mommy issues can definitely be falling to talk. <laughs> Other uh lack of mutual respect. Yep. Yes. Oh my God. Right? And things that fall, I mean, not that all these things that I just haven't mentioned can't also fall under mutual respect, because honestly. If there was mutual respect, you wouldn't try to gaslight. <laughs> you wouldn't try to guilt trip. You no. wouldn't try to do any of you that. You don't do any of that to anybody that you respect. Yeah. Or like. But the next step is now self-reflection. So take a moment and kind of look back on your experiences. Maybe consider journaling or discussing with a trusted friend to gain perspective. Because for me, and, and I'm, I use mine because that was really, truly the most toxic of my relationships. I wouldn't consider the other ones toxic. But had I had somebody that I can say, these are my concerns, and I'm being told that it's just I don't understand because I'm new at this. If I'd had somebody to say, actually, no. <laughs> well, we did do that one time. You did when you were you went on a date with somebody and you were like, he wants to collar me. Yeah. And you were like this. I'm new. But this seems this seems eh. we were like, yeah, no. Right. Which is why have which is why if they are trying to isolate you. I hear this a lot. My dom says I don't need to take classes or when it, I just had a whole discussion in a group the other day as a, a red flag is a dominant who is not part of their local community. And the reason that they say is because they blame it on the community. That the community, the community toxic, doesn't understand me. Community, right? That's when you have to start going, really? What? The entire community doesn't understand The entire you? community has banned you for behavior and it's their fault? Yeah. Hmm, no. Right? And so you want to recognize recurrent behaviors that contributed to your toxic dynamic? So that you know what to look for. And just the reality here is that whatever you had in this particular relationship doesn't mean those are the only kinds. 
So what the things you've learned from this relationship, you may repeat different, mis not repeat, you may have different mistakes in the next relationship. I always joke that I never make the same mistake twice. I just move on to new mistakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is one thing. Um, and then understand how what happened to you in this toxic dynamic has eroded your trust and well-being. That's the hardest part to get to uh, get back. The trust. Yeah. yeah. In yourself. Not even the other person, but the ability to trust yourself again. Trust your own opinions. And your instincts. If your instincts have been brutalized by another person with the gaslighting, with the emotional manipulation, that is years to get back. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about, like the victim blaming, but you do it to yourself. Yeah. Like, it's my fault that I didn't see this versus it's their fault for doing it. Like, yes. I, I don't want to live in a world where I can't trust people. That's not how I like to live. But I also recognize that you have to have a small measure of distrust. Like it's not good for your health and well-being to just automatically give somebody trust. Oh, no, you shouldn't do that either. And we are going to be putting together an episode within the next couple of weeks on trust in DS relationships. I, I, I've started my research. Oh, good. Yeah. You know what? My ass is asleep right now. Hang on. Okay. Ow. You okay there? No. It was all that butt talk. It, I think it talk. was. And plus, like, butt the talk. Got that? Butt talk. If you say butt, butt talk fast, it sounds, sounds like, like bar butt. talk. It sounds like buttock. Oh. <laughs> I immediately went <laughs> bar talk if Anastasia. I, if I have to explain the joke, it loses everything. Sorry. I'm also <laughs> half asleep right now. Do you want me to keep talking and get you all the way asleep? Yes. <laughs> no, I actually think I'm starting to hit drop from Sorry. last night. So like I'm starting to lose focus on everything. Well, and this is this is a serious topic. So it is. Which it's is... not going to have as many jokes on this because I know too many people, myself included, you. Yeah. Tons of people who have had this happen to them. I know more people who've had a toxic dynamic than people who haven't. Okay. I'm just going to point out. You also, I mean, that's just like being female. Well, yeah. Toxic relationships. Yeah. Right? Like, why Why do we always get stuck in this shit? Everybody has had at least one. At least one. Well, okay. I can't say everybody because that's an absolute. I've but... had one vanilla toxic and one kinky toxic. Oh. I had one extremely toxic kinky and one, I don't even know. I can't, I've had too many kinky or vanilla relationships that were just out there and bonkers. So my 20s were weird. God. <laughs> okay. My 20s were wild. What can I say? Oh, see, my 50s are wild. Yes, we know. <laughs> I did all of that. So basically, so the, the whole process of identifying the toxicity, acknowledge it, its existence, Recognize the forms that it came in and look at the patterns so that you can use that information to now move forward. All right. So the next step is moving forward. As opposed to our last episode, which was all about moving back. But um bum. But um but bum bum yeah. bum. Yeah. All right. So obviously, like anything else, you know, you've got the, the steps of grieving. Yes. Aw. And, and th this is similar because you are grieving a relationship. The, whether you're grieving the relationship itself 
you're grieving your naivety in being in this relationship. It's a, it's a process. So what's one of the steps of grieving? Acceptance. Well, yeah, but that comes at the end. Well, this moves differently. Okay. At least the way I did it, right? Because th- allowing yourself to, to grieve what happened is like sort of the first step in all of in recovering from a toxic dynamic. Got you. I get it now. Right? Get it? Yeah. Slightly out of order. Yeah, just right. a little bit. But that's okay. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Your Virgo ass let you do something out of order? Well, because it's a di- it's a slightly different thing. So this is the proper order for this thing. Okay. Well, I guess that counts then. Okay. Sorry. No, that's fine. I'll shut up now. Okay. But because we're talking, because it actually, I'm calling it acceptance, but part of the acceptance is giving yourself permission to feel whatever the fuck you feel about what happened to you. If you want to be angry, be fucking angry. You're entitled to be angry. Somebody treated you like shit. I would sure as hell be angry. Yep. For okay? sure. Feel sad. This is sad. It's sad on a personal level, but it's also sad on a general level that people treat people like this. You came into this dynamic with good intentions, with an open mind, an open heart, and wanting to do right by the other person you're in a dynamic with, and then they treat you like this? You're allowed to be angry, sad, disappointed. And guess what? You're allowed to be angry, sad, and disappointed at them and at yourself. Now I'm sad. I'm sorry. This is depressing. But this could be a happy ending. Okay, yeah, there better be. Well, because you learn and grow and do better. Okay. Okay. So you've been in a toxic dynamic, yes. right? Yeah. Did you learn and grow from it? Yeah. Have you been in one since? No. There's your happy ending. All right. <laughs> I, it did take me a middleman, though. Yeah. But see, but if we did that, then this episode would be over in five minutes. And that's a problem. All right, go ahead. Explain your stuff. Okay. But I'm on the I'm on the whole you're allowed to be anger and sad part. Okay. And I'm like thinking back on it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go back to that mental place right now. Right. It's interesting when so when Voldemort and I broke up, I actually did a writing on as part of my acceptance. I did a writing on FetLife. It was like a journaling, right? It was a journaling and it went. Uh, that went viral, probably my biggest, even more viral than my pictures about where I thanked him. And I thanked him for the good stuff, but I also thanked him for the bad stuff because I learned from it and I grew from it. Do you and want... I wouldn't have learned that if I hadn't gone through what I went through. Do you want to know what my most viral writing was? What? My husband came out. Oh, as asexual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one went nuts. So, and again, I would, but see, I wouldn't consider that one toxic. No, I wouldn't consider that toxic either. I mean, he was an idiot, but that had nothing to do with him being asexual. I don't consider my second, my second marriage toxic either. It just didn't work. It just didn't work. We were, we did not suit. Not in the end. (laughs) (laughs) The end. We didn't suit. That was the wrong episode. Yeah, I know. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Embrace the emotional process. Now, everybody handles these things differently. I personally, for me, I allow myself 48 to 72 hours to wallow. Okay. Because I'm going to feel the feelings and trying to stop from feeling the feelings 
changes nothing and it does nothing. You are going to feel it. So for 48 to 72 hours, I'm going to wallow, be it anger, sadness, self-pity, whatever it is that I'm feeling at that time. When that time frame is over, it's like, okay, now it's time to move on because it's not healthy to do it for long periods of time. And I refuse to give these assholes that much power <laughs> over my life. I don't know how long it took me to, to not be pissed at mine, but like I had to go through like this huge, huge whole divorce process though. Yeah. So, and actually, you know what? The most disgusting thing that I think he did to me was, besides the obvious. Yeah. When we were waiting to go into the courtroom, I was having a panic attack because I don't do well with that kind of thing. And he started rubbing my back and comforting me. And I'm like so pissed off at him for that, but I couldn't get him to stop. Right. Because I'm like, don't make it look like we're friends. Yeah, we ain't friends. Don't do that. Yeah. It's also, not, don't touch me. It's not that at the end of that time period, I still don't have those feelings. It's going to take me a lot longer. It took me a lot longer than 72 hours to get over being angry yeah. at Voldemort. I just don't wallow. It's not I'm, the only thing that you're doing. Right. Right. I just, right. So for those first, like, if you talk to me in those first 48, 72 hours, pretty much the only thing I'm going to talk about is whatever I'm feeling in regard to this issue. Mm -hmm. If you talk to me after, it might come up, but I'm also going to tell you about other stuff. Is what I'm saying. So it's specifically wallowing. As I said, that works for me. Find a healthy outlet that works for you with your emotions. Maybe it's talking to friends. Maybe it's engaging in therapeutic activities. Maybe it's getting a voodoo doll of them and sticking it with pins. <laughs> Are we speaking from experience with that one? No, I, I stick I, I stick the people I love with pins. And they well, thank me for it. You Please don't love me that much. <laughs> you know the saying, you only hurt the ones you love. I would appreciate you don't love me that hard. Thank <laughs> and, and you. And I accept that. <laughs> I can appreciate being a favorite toy without all of that. Okay. <laughs> don't worry, I promise. You, you know I don't do it without consent. <laughs> Um, seek closure of some sort. Understand, recognize that ending the relationship was a necessary step for your well-being. Recognize that um, the closure is not necessarily about assigning blame, but acknowledging the need for a healthier path. So in other words, I'm not ending this relationship because you're an ass. I'm ending this because, because you want to make it about you. I was going to say, I disagree. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm ending the relationship because you're an ass. See, and for me, I, I want to put it in a positive spin. I'm ending this relationship because I'm putting me first. And you are not healthy for me. You are not good for me. You are not making my life better. And I come fucking first. Because you're an ass. No, I don't come first because I'm an ass. <laughs> You don't have one, so that's I come okay. first because I'm a Virgo. <laughs> you also come first because you're very highly orgasmic. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> I come first in the middle and usually, <laughs> no, not necessarily. Well, sometimes if it's if he has a really good orgasm, that sets off one of mine. Really? Yeah. I just, I come first and then try to make it to the end until he does and I just hang on for dear life. Yeah, that was my ex-husband. <laughs> That's why he's my ex-husband. Oh, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's just. Well, for me, it is because of the way I orgasm. You are different. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? We're all different. Oh, my God. Imagine that. Vaginas are different. I know. 
I I put it this way about I broke up with you for my own well-being because I want to make it about me. I want to center me. I want to put me first. And then it also helps me with the sadness because then it becomes not a sad thing that I've broken up with you. It becomes a positive, happy thing that I broke up with you Mm -hmm. or that you broke up with me, which whoever does the breaking up. He likes to say he broke up with me because what happened was, is I being the fucking adult that I was going to do was going to do it in person. Yes. And he beat you to it. And he sent me a text saying, fuck you. Yeah. Which I translated fuck you to mean we're not together anymore. Right. Silly me. Good, good translation. Thank you. But I was going to do it like an adult and in person. So I don't care whether he thinks in his head he broke up with me. I don't care. It doesn't matter. But by centering it about me and making it that I'm going to be better for this, this is what I need to do for me, then I take away from his power and I give all the power to me. And that's part of the recovery process, right? Because that's, that's reclaiming personal agency. I accept that, that the toxicity happened. I am seeking closure and I am going to make healing me and putting me first my focus. That's your priority. And that is my priority. And I am going to learn. I'm going to look back at where I think I went wrong, not where he went wrong, because I know where he went wrong. And it doesn't matter identifying where he went wrong per se, because I can't change him. And I can't change, and, and guys, when I say him, I know I'm talking specifically about Voldemort because that's just the experience that I'm using in this process, but. This can literally be anybody in a right. relationship. This is, I'm just talking about the other person, right? So identifying what, what they did wrong won't change anything because they're not going to be willing to change anything. Most of the time in a toxic relationship, they'll never admit that anything they did was wrong. Nope. So by identifying where I think I went wrong, I can learn, and then that's when I don't repeat those mistakes. And it also gives me a chance to forgive myself so that I can't say where I went wrong is I believed his gaslighting. Okay, well, why did I believe his gaslighting? Because I was new, and I didn't know as much. So it sounded believable to me when he would say things like that. Which is, like... Honestly, a lot of the problem with a lot of new people, regardless, like new anybody, young, older, what, whatever. It's a huge thing. But that I can change. And how do I change that? By learning, by making friends or at least people I can talk to who can help educate me so I don't make those mistakes again. Sounds like a good plan. You know me and plans. I like plans. You do. You have a lot of listy plans. Right. All right, so next step in the process. Crucial for healing journey, right? Set boundaries. So set boundaries like I'm not going to talk to that other person. They are not, if they try to reach out to me, I am going to not accept that anymore. That happened with my third relationship. We tried to maintain a friendship afterward. And then I found out and I was okay because we, we ended our dynamic because he did not have time to put into the dynamic anymore. And I accepted that because that to me was a very reasonable, good idea to end a dynamic. But we maintained a friendship. Then during the course of the friendship, I started to find out that he was not as truthful as I had thought he had been. 
And I'm not sure that that. And the, wait, was this not as truthful truthful during the relationship or the friendship part? I'm not sure. I think it was just during the relationship part. But, okay. I mean, sorry, just during the friendship part. But it does make me wonder. Like I like when he lied to me that I found out about was during the friendship part. Okay. But so, it does make you start to go, if he wasn't honest with me then. During just being friends part. Right. What are the odds that he wasn't honest with me during the relationship part? I would be questioning that too. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Well, I ended the friendship when I found out he'd been lying. Every now and then this guy pops up like a bad penny. <laughs> I get a message, a text, because I haven't blocked him on my phone. Just because I'm nosy as hell, so when he, re- when he reaches out to me, I do at least read it. But I've never responded. <laughs> so you just leave him on read forever? I, I don't know if his, his thing shows that I read it or not. Okay. But yeah. Um, but that's the, my clear boundary that I am not going to. La- I was actually sitting with uh, my friend John last night, and we were talking about Voldemort. And the fact that I would love to run into him someplace. And... Specific, and look at him and say to him, so how, how about that? I, I won't amount to anything in this lifestyle without you threat you <laughs> sent my way. Bitch. How, how's that working <laughs> for you, bitch? And John pointed out, you really don't want to be in the same environment as, hi, as him, which is true. That's been my, my boundaries. I haven't wanted well, to be in the same environment as Not Voldemort. just for him, though, but the entire culture that he cultivates is toxic. Well, but when, so when he and I first broke up i would look at rsvp of events and try not to go to events that he was at because he ended up coming to an event i was at that i didn't realize he was going to be there and that was uncomfortable for me so one of the boundaries that i set was to not go to the same events now it's not really an issue because he his reputation is so fucked up at this point finally the word is really really spread about him that he doesn't come to the places I'm at. Well, here's the other thing. Even if he did, you have enough clout in the community now that you could just get him kicked out. Yeah. Even if it's not your event. Yeah. Oh, well, I have spoken to a couple people and have gotten him banned. Yeah, just saying. If that actually does happen. And it's like, a, like I could probably get a few people banned too just because we have enough good reputation mm-hmm. on our side that we could just be like... That person needs to go. No questions asked. They will be gone. Yeah. It's, I understand for some people, you do not have the humongous community like that we have. So trying to make sure that you're distancing yourself and you're not going to the same events may be harder. I am acknowledging that now. So please don't send me hate mail. <laughs> Saying you don't understand. I do understand. I'm How s- often do we actually get hate mail? Um, nobody's been brave enough. <laughs> nobody wants to go through that with you huh nobody wants to risk that with me <laughs> i understand <laughs> plus we're virgos we're not wrong very often i'm glad you put that caveat in <laughs> i did say never just not very often because we're virgos. recently we're virgos like, oh god like that's, that's we should do that, the thing on tiktok okay somebody did with virgos and one of my other Virgo friends, Moxie Minion, sent it to me. And then you and, sent it to me. And I'm like going, oh, my God, yes, this is so accurate. Moxie had put in a chat that I'm in that said something like somebody was accusing her of making TikTok content because they had to be right. And so I made a comment back going, but you're a Virgo. You probably were right. Yeah, exactly. 
Duh. So in that video, by the way, at least 75% of them I do. I was like 90%. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of scary and yet validating all at the same time <laughs> that it's not necessarily my fault. I am just who I am. <laughs> but um, it's not my fault. I'm a calculating right? listy bitch. But you can also do things. Look, I've gotten I've gotten um, messages from people in regard to the munch going, my ex is going to be on the list and I don't want to run into them. Or I'm RSVP, I'm RSVP, I'm not RSVPing, but I want to come. But I find if I RSVP, then all of a sudden my ex shows up because they know I'm going to be there. So Valid. I, I, I try to help people with that if they need me to. We've offered to walk people to their cars, pick people up from their cars and walk them into the munch so they can avoid that toxic ex. If you want to go to events and you're worried about running into them, reach out to the event hosts and let them know. Most of us, I'm not going to say all of us, though I wish it was all of us, but most of us are going to be understanding and want to help you out. Um, limit communication with them. Set clear communication boundaries. The only reason I haven't done this with my ex, um, with my ex Dom, the third one, D, is because then I'd have to talk to him to tell him I don't want to talk to him. That seemed a little ridiculous. That's for me. a little uh, not contradictory, but <laughs> it's a little contradictory, right? So I just didn't respond at all. You know. Block them or you unfollow. You think he would get it at some point. I, obviously, he doesn't get things. Right. Yeah. That's That was probably <laughs> one of the problems. Done, yeah. Um, consider blocking them or unfollowing them on social media to minimize your triggers and maintain that emotional distance. Surround yourself with support. Get an emotional support system, be it an emotional support extrovert or an emotional support introvert. Ah, uh, am I your really emotional matters. support introvert? In <laughs> Words are hard. You have, what was I saying? You're an extrovert. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> right? Build a supportive network of friends, family who understand the challenges you are facing. My favorite thing is actually my emotional support people to be the people who know this toxic person so they can agree with everything I say. Yeah. Ra, let's face it. You, agree, you surround yourself with people who agree with everything you say on purpose. I'm not stupid. <laughs> That's not true. I have a few people who tell it to me like it is. I was going to say, isn't that what princess queens do? They just surround themselves with flunkies and people Sick who fans. go, yes, yes, Sick yes. Fans. You're right, your highness. Yes. You're correct. Yes. Yep. But you, you want people who are going to be both supportive, but also a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Tough. Tough with you. Yeah. Tough love a little bit. So that when you stalk your ex's social media stuff, they're like, okay, you are hurting yourself. They don't care that you're doing this. They don't even know you're necessarily doing this. Stop doing this. When did you do this? Well, I stalk and I don't, I stalk for other reasons. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, who told you to stop? Nobody's told me to stop, but I also don't tell any, I don't tell a lot of people just how much stalking I do. We're going to have a discussion later. Okay. Yes. Many of us have alternative uh, social media presence, usernames, so that when they block us, we can still find out shit. 
Just saying, if you don't, you should. I don't. I don't have extra social media. I barely have social media. Well, yeah, I have several. Yeah, I know. So when I need somebody stalked, I just call you. Right. <laughs> it's much easier. Though my favorite is, is when they block me, but forget to block the podcast social media stuff. As if I can't see it through that. Right. God, you've got like three, don't you? You've got you personally, you've got the podcast, and you have a vanilla. Yep. Or a secret one. Wow, you're... That's too much. I have issues. That's too much. I have issues. Mm -mm. Keeping up with it is hard. I really only have the vanilla one at this point for my daughter so that I can... I mean, not on fat, obviously, but on other social medias. If you have anything vanilla on fat, that's a little bit odd. (laughs) All right. So next step is the self-care. God, you're not even halfway done. I'll speak faster. Oh, my God. It's going fast, so I'm not reading every single line. That's true. I'm also not looking. Wait a minute. Excuse me. They're bullet points. I thought that would make you happy. It does. They're not paragraphs this time. I'm so proud of you. Which is also why it's six pages, because they're bullet points. So a lot of bullet points get combined. We're getting there. We're getting there. Pat, pat, pat. Thank you. Not the top of my head, though. No, I didn't. It was it was a pat on the shoulder. I will take that. <laughs> She'd pat me on the butt, but she can't find it. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. Listen, I'm gonna say I didn't pat you on the butt. Here's the thing about being my my advanced years. I am not blind to to who and what I am, but I also don't care anymore, so it's not changing. <laughs> All right, continue. You have to oh, read, read and read fast. Okay, sorry. Self care. Recognize. That establishing boundaries is self-care. <laughs> Recognize becoming, it's also part of becoming independent. And enforcing boundaries does not make you a bad person, even though it may be very challenging to do. Do you realize you actually slowed down? I know, but I also just combined four bullet, four or five bullet points in one, in one or two sentences. Is that what each pause was? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I wasn't looking at the words. I was looking at you and I was like, she slowed down. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That was just funny to me. I'm getting tired. I'll probably continue to slow down the more we go. Okay. Anyway, establishing boundaries is important to your self-healing. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Okay. Next up is self-reflection and growth. <laughs> oh my God, she's snorting. Okay. Acknowledge you had a role in this. This wasn't just that this terrible, horrible person did terrible, horrible things to you. And not this is not victim blaming. This is understanding that even in toxic relationships, it's never 100% bad, 100% good. It may be 90-10. It may even be 95-5. But for example, again, before I start getting hate mail, they have physically abused you. Yeah, they're really bad. But your part in this, and this is by no means victim blaming, your part in this is saying, okay, signs were there earlier. This was not happy, 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 happy. Now he hit me. And I'm saying he, and I probably shouldn't because as we know, all genders could abuse. Yeah, but the mass majority. Okay. But again, this is not happy, 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 hit me. There are signs. It's a process. And your part in this is realizing you didn't recognize. Either you didn't recognize the steps. Or you did and chose to ignore them. Right. That was me. 
them rose-colored glasses were really thick. We, and, and, and this is especially with cis, cis women, we're very good about thinking the love of a good woman will fix it all. That's because that's what's in the damn romance stories. Not anymore, which is good. Thank God. But, you know, back in the 90s, that's all there was. Yeah, but not anymore. But that's what, when I say your part in this, that's what I mean. Your part in missing the signs. Again, not victim blaming. What they did is still fucking wrong. But you need to acknowledge you missed the signs so that you can learn what to look for so it doesn't happen again. I missed the signs. I opened up my eyes and I am happy now. There, I did it. <laughs> there you go. Dara's done. She's put her piece in. Yep. All right. So look for patterns. Look for recurring behaviors or responses that happen within the relationship. Recognize the patterns that may have contributed to the toxicity. Or, you know, in my case, injured effective communication by telling me I needed to email the stuff that may or may not get. Acknowledge the mistakes that you made so you can forgive yourself and now grow from it. Identify what you need and your values so that you can make sure that the next time you get those and recognize where. Yeah. She's locking her lips. Say it. You just want to say it. Say it. Say it. I can't. There's nothing to say. I'm locking my lips so I don't keep interrupting. Oh, okay. All right. Then I you made me interrupt. Jesus. You, I misunderstood the locking lips. Usually people lock the lips so that they don't say something they shouldn't no, be I'm saying. No, I'm trying to be respectful of the time and just going, okay. Right? I'm also just trying to make you laugh. <laughs> Trying to add a little humor to a very a little bit, subject. yeah, because it was getting kind of serious, we and have I was just our like serious moments. I was messing around. We're allowed a little bit. to have serious discussions. Our taboo episode was not even that serious. Well, that was easier though, because there was a lot of stuff to make fun of. Yeah. This one, there's nothing to make fun of in a toxic dynamic. It's kind of sad, and and it brings up. It still brings up frustration for me. I mean, it's been. We broke up, Voldemort and I, in 2016. So, Damn. So seven years ago. And I still think about it every now and then because I still want to try to remind, when, when I get involved with somebody else, I kind of look back and think, okay, I want to remind myself where I went wrong so I don't make that mistake again. Uh, I divorced my first ex in 2009. Right. And I still have issues from that motherfucker. And, and that, that is part of the healing process, though, is acknowledging and accepting that you have a scar. Like, think of, right? Things happen, you get hurt, you get injured. You heal from it, but some of, sometimes they leave a scar. I have lots of those, but that's just because I'm severely accident prone. Right. Well, this is an emotional scar. I have lots of those. <laughs> and you want, you want an insight into what happened. So that you can now make informed decisions in future connections. And you can avoid repeating patterns. And it's very funny, this new self-awareness of what you do and do not want in going forward is very empowering. And that's kind of, empowerment is like my word for 2024. Mm, you started it in 2023. Yeah, but it's my focus in 2024. Okay. And a lot of the episodes that you're going to be hearing on the podcast in 2024 stems from 
the concept of empowerment. I like it. Right? Uh, because that's, I feel like that's kind of my superpower is trying to, to empower people. Superpower is empowerment. empowerment. Okay. Yeah. And Oh, so, my God. Do we have any artists that can draw Rara as a superhero with that superpower? How do you, would you even draw that as a superpower? We do have an artist. I know, but I'm just, I'm like saying fan art. Oh, yeah. Not somebody that we say, hey, can you draw this? Oh, okay. Yeah, if you want to do fan art, that'd be so cool of me as a superhero. I would totally love that. I mean, mine is very clearly, we all know what my superpower is. Yes. Lightning. That's it. <laughs> now I've lost my train of thought. Woman. Uh, you were right there. Avoiding <laughs> patterns. And empowerment. I got it. I got it now. Un learning so you don't repeat mistakes. Identifying what you do and do not want in future relationships. Identifying what is acceptable and what is not acceptable in future relationships is incredibly empowering. It makes you strong. Like, you know, here I am, I, I turn a whopping 59 this year, and I, I consider myself single because Diesel and I don't get to see each other very often with, usually it's my schedule is the problem. I admit that freely. And even when we do get to see each other, I, I'm not moving in with anybody. I'm not marrying anybody again. I'm not moving, I'm not sharing my space with anybody again. Mm -mm. And I am so happy and okay with this because I'm getting to live my life the way I fucking want to. And I don't have to, to answer to anybody. If I want all the lights on, they're on. If I want all the lights off, they're off. If I want that TV channel on, then that's what's on and so on and so on. And that is really an amazing feeling to just be fully in charge of me. I was going to see if you're going to say anything. Nope, not allowed. I never said you can't talk. I said, because you have so many more pages. I know, but some of this is repeat. So I was I'm going to say, I'm you're gonna... not going to finish this. No, well, I'm not, because some of this is repeat. I just, I took a lot of notes. Well, I wrote a lot of notes. Yes, you did. I copied and pasted a lot of notes because I got them from elsewhere. This would do it. But this, like, <laughs> here, I'm laughing because I'm going, I see re preventing recurring patterns. Well, preventing recurring patterns is the recurring pattern because I have it here multiple times. Yes, you do. <laughs> So I'm just skipping who to do to do to do to do to do to do. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that in. That was so adorable. <laughs> Look. Do 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 do. This is Rara's <laughs> thinking song. Do 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 do. We're tired. We have dungeon hangover. This happens. You guys say you like it when we're exhausted and silly and goofy. So this is my exhausted, yeah, silly, goofy part. Unfortunately for the episode, you actually kept us on track. I tried to derail us several <laughs> times. I was putting in all kinds of effort and you kept going right back to the six pages of notes. <sighs> hey, I did my part. Sorry? I did my part. Sorry? I did what I was supposed to do. Well, this kind of works out really well because the next thing in my life is seeking professional support. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> not you seeking it or you're not the professional support. I am not the professional support that you need. <laughs> Maybe Iro could do it. Maybe. One of the things is sometimes you might have had such a toxic dynamic, such a toxic relationship that you actually need more support than your friends can give you. Yeah, You me. need the support from an expert. And here's something important because this, ha I don't know if this happens to you, Dara. This happens to me a lot. And I've heard from other people who are in 
leadership positions. This happens to them too. People, people seek us out for advice. Yep. Which is a scary thought, but okay, cool. Literally today. Right? But they trauma dump. Oh, no, that didn't happen today. Yeah. But yes, I can. Yeah, that has happened because they have to tell you the backstory of why they're asking for the help. It's like, I'm not a shrink, dude. I don't know what you're. Why? What do you want? Right, from like, me? I barely have my shit together. And you like, I, to- I need a shrink, too. Will you just go talk to somebody else? Maybe we need to get group therapy. Oh, God. Yes. Well, we do know somebody who's like literally teaching other therapists how to deal with kinky people. Yeah. So which is fabulous. That's handy. The reason I mentioned the trauma dumping is not to get on anybody's case. You're reaching out to me for support. I am honored that you think I'm somebody who can help you. I'm honored that you feel comfortable enough sharing such deeply personal stuff with me. However, recognize I am not an expert. I am not a therapist. I can certainly give you advice based upon my 58 and a half years of experience of living. And a half. Well, because I'm not 59 till I, September. I understand. Yes. And a half. So in a half, not so, even fully. No, I was going to say it's not even March. It'll be a half. But there's sometimes the level of help that you need is beyond what your friends and family can give you. And there's nothing wrong with seeking professional help for this. In fact, it's encouraged. Right. Recognize that expertise therapists have a better understanding of complex emotional dynamics and the insight that they can provide into the impact of that toxic relationship on your mental health is much better than anything that I can give for you, can give you. Come have them help you come up with coping strategies. I did that the other day, literally. I asked Iroh for a coping strategy for um, having panic attacks because I've been having them at work. Did, did they tell you about the sour? What is sour? So um, there is, okay, it's a TikTok, so take it for what it is, but a lot of people have said their therapists and doctors have told them to do it. Sucking on a sour. Like a candy? A sour candy. I thought it was an acronym for something. No, you suck on a sour candy, and there's something physical about your brain adjusting to the sour candy that stops a panic attack in its tracks. I'm going to go grab some Warheads. Yeah. Or lemon drops. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go grab a pack of those. It's a chemical chemical thing. No, they told me about like the breathing thing, but you have to count while you breathe. And we actually practiced how many count, how many numbers. First, we started at five and I was like, that's way too long. Uh, I don't have that kind of lung capacity. And then we went down to three and was like, yeah, that's just too short. So we settled on four. So I have to count to four now. I actually do that because that's also a very common technique for labor pains. So I transitioned that into when I'm dealing with physical pain during a scene. If it gets really intense and I'm worried whether or not I can handle the pain, I do breathe in for four and exhale for six because you always want to exhale longer than you breathe in. I Okay, that's cool. So, yeah, but, but I don't know if that works for I don't know if that works necessarily for panic attacks. But, yeah, look up, look up on TikTok, sour and panic attacks. And I'm, see. I'm, no, I'm just going to go grab some sour candy today but, and but do there's, that. There's, they explain the why. That's and I cool. know you like to I know love the, the why. Right. So I want you to know the why. But speaking of coping strategies, 
come up with coping strategies for when the memories of this toxic dynamic come back and start to haunt you. And I'm using the word haunt on purpose. You want to learn to manage your stress, anxiety, and any other emotional challenges that are coming up because of this. And hopefully as time goes on, you will build resilience and your reactions today by, you know, in a week from today, you're not going to react to a 10, you'll only react to like an eight. And then pat yourself on the back for that progress. None of this shit's going to happen overnight as far as healing from it. So when you see that you have made progress, give yourself a fucking pat on, pat on the back for making that progress. It's always, you know, like instead of looking how far you have to go, look how far you've come. Because if you look at how far you have to go, sometimes that can be overwhelming and then it paralyzes you versus if you look how far you've come, then that's back to my favorite word this year, empowering. Yeah, you did. You did bring that back up. Yeah. Thank you. Good job. Yeah, you did it. I can talk in circles. We know. <laughs> we do it every episode. We know. You know, things like exercise. I've heard. I was going to say, what? <laughs> What's that? I actually, back in the day when I was a young and I did used to go running when I could run. I used to go running as a form of releasing emotional stress. Like if I was angry. I would go run. I just clean. I wish I was an anger cleaner. Do you know how clean my house would be? Do you have any idea how fucking clean my house would be? My office is spotless. I have a little vacuum in my office. My office is spotless too, but that's that's my Virgo. Mm -hmm. No, I anger clean. Right. And, and if you, there's been a lot of scientific research, and I'm not going to cover that at all, about the impact of exercise on the body and the mind. Healthy eating habits. It is What's very, that? Yeah, it's very tempting to eat your feelings. You know how much I miss doing that? I, I try very hard not to, Again, but I miss similar it. to my, my allotted time to wallow, I give myself an allotted time to eat my feelings. So I might buy like one small pint of ice cream. And once that's gone, it's gone. I don't get to get it back again. Do you remember the day that I came over and I was so pissed about something and you handed me a jar of Nutella? And a spoon. I just said, here yep. you go. And then your roommate at the time was like, what the actual fuck are you people doing? And we're like, uh, hello? Like, have you not ever done this? What are you, stupid? Like, of course we do this. Go back to or find hobbies that make you happy. Right. That give you endorphins and make you happy. And happy people just don't kill their husbands. No, they don't. <laughs> learn. Continuous learn. Talk. Maybe join a support group of, of people and learn from them. And not all of these have to be kink. Like, right. Vanilla people get stuck in toxic relationships, too. Absolutely. You know, you want to find joyful and relaxing activities that make you happy. Establish a routine for self-care. Like take a fucking bath. With lights, with with candles, scented candles. Oh, bath bombs! I love bath bombs. I I I my shower bath doesn't work so well, so I haven't really taken baths in a long time. I was gonna say you can come over and take a bath in my tub. It's pretty nice for that. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I have a problem that you probably don't. Like I I 
barely take up the room in the back. So it's awkward because like if I want my feet to touch the other end, I end up like my head goes down so low. Yeah, I don't have that problem. Mine is I don't actually fit in the bathtub. Yeah, no, I don't have that. Um, the whole rebuilding trust and how to work past that, I'm not going to cover that because, as I said, we're going to do an entire episode on how to build trust in DS Dynamics. I just have to finish reading the book and taking notes and putting notes together for this. But I don't want you, I, I know, like, you go through all this and you go, okay, that's great, I've recovered, now how do I get past this to now trust anybody for the next time? So that's going to be its whole fucking long episode and besides Dara's giving me signals letting me know that I've talked too much which yeah. is nothing new I get that signal all the time but this time she's 100% right and I'm going to say that so that she can be all excited that we now have it permanently in audio that I said she's 100% right I have also covered the fact that I was 100% right in an episode but that's okay because actually having Rara admit it is fantastic I love it it makes me all warm and fuzzy <laughs> So that's pretty much the steps that I've put together on how to recover. Yes. Is it easier said than done? Yes. 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 I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to say that, that this is a miracle cure to getting past. No, this is hard to do. Right. And especially I find being in a toxic relationship is hard enough. There's just something extra hurtful about it being a toxic dynamic. Because in order to give your authority to your dom, in order to give your submission to a dom, you have really allowed yourself to become vulnerable. You put a huge amount of trust into this other person's hand. And so when they abuse that trust, it just hurts extra in these instances, at least in my opinion. You know, because being vulnerable and then having somebody abuse that is it's hard to get it's hard to heal from that i'm still giving you signals you know that right i know that's why i i noticed i'm just zipping do you see my fingers yeah. scrolling i'm just, just i'm like scrolling. putting big flashy lights on now right so should i just go into my conclusion yes do your conclusion All right. so moving forward from a toxic relationship is a process it's going to involve self-compassion personal growth and making positive connections with other people if you can apply all of this, if you can set healthy boundaries, prioritize your well-being, you can actually create better, more fulfilling connections in the future, be it with another dominant or being with just people and friends. And ultimately, that will make you a better you, make you a smarter, wiser you, a stronger you, a more empowered you. <laughs> of course. It's the word of the year. It is the word of the year. 2024 is, is the year of empowerment. There we go. And it will, don't let this break you. Bend, might, it might make you bend, but don't let it break you because we don't want these assholes to have this much power over us. You okay. done? Uh, well, yeah, I think so. Okay, finally. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a minute of our fun and educational content. New episodes drop every Friday. If you love what we do and want to show support, there are several ways. Join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast. You can support our affiliates or help spread the word about our kinky podcast to your friends. 
Don't forget to rate and review Pink Kink on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Those five-star reviews go a long way in boosting our podcast through the algorithm and reaching more listeners. Sign up for our Pink Kink Institute classes. Shop at our Etsy shop, Pink Kink Boutique. Stay connected with us on social media. You'll find all the links on our link tree posted in the show notes. Your support means the world to us. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.